0: Hi, this is Brian Peebles in Michigan, and I've been listening for over a year. When I started listening, I was trying to figure out if starting a PI business was the right next move for me, and the podcast has been instrumental in moving forward with that decision. I appreciate that Matt always seems to ask his guest the exact question that I'm thinking. You know, for a veteran investigator and business owner, Matt has a great ability to think like those of us that are just starting out and ask the questions that we would want to ask. So thanks a lot, Matt. Keep it up.
1: The Campbell Group offers best-in-the-industry pricing, service, and coverage for private investigators. With more than 25 years of experience in the industry and over 3,000 PIs insured nationally, the Campbell team has the expertise to make sure you have the coverage you need. Submit an application and receive a quote within 24 hours. Let us know on your application that you're an Investigator's Toolbox member and you'll receive $50 off your annual premium. Do you enjoy our podcast and the guests we bring you? Since 2019, Matt and his team have done their very best to give you amazing shows each week. If you feel like our show has helped you to be a better investigator or maybe even inspired you to become an investigator, please let us know. We're looking for testimonials. Drop Matt an email with a recorded 20 to 30 seconds of you talking about this podcast. You can also email him something verbal about the website. His email is MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. And if you really feel blessed for having this content, consider supporting Matt and our show by joining Investigator's Toolbox. You really have to see version 2.0. And at just 49 cents a day, it's a no-brainer. Now let's jump in to this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. Today we welcome the dynamic duo of Terry and Adam Dornfeld. They run InvestiGrate, an investigation company in New York that specializes in metro area surveillance. This is a great episode to get some tips and tricks and hear some funny stories. So let's dive right in. Please welcome Terry and Adam Dornfeld and your host, private investigator Matt Spare. And welcome to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry your host. I want to welcome everyone to the
0: program. This week I'm really excited to uh, uh welcome a husband and wife duo somebody I've been watching lurking online in the shadows and just uh, watching all the great content they put out. Um Adam and Terry Dornfield, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you?
2: Thank you. We're good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Uh Investigate is the name of your business.
2: Uh great. you guys
0: are in New York and in Connecticut apparently also. And uh, you know you talk a lot in your blogs about surveillance. So I wanted to have you guys on today to talk about um, what that's like in, in a metro area, because there's always a, an additional challenge and maybe give some tips and pointers on that. Uh, so I just want to let folks know that are watching on the video. Adam is not a cowboy. <laughs> and
3: he,
0: and he doesn't have COVID, but we're we're uh, hopefully uh, we're protecting his face uh, because, uh, you know, it's always a concern when you do surveillance having content with your name and image out there. So we want to try and respect that. So, um, and it's a
4: lot easier for me to go undercover than it is for him. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So uh, even like the whole husband wife duo, I was talking to somebody recently uh, about doing like uh, surveillance work, uh, Mm -hmm. especially on matrimonials, when you're inserting yourself into a situation that's maybe at a restaurant. Uh, The, the idea, if you can do a, a male, female team, running uh it it really gives you such an advantage uh for those like not thinking that you could actually working together um Mm -hmm. what what has been your, your guys experience with that
4: um well we actually had one that worked out really well because of that we had um a woman reach out to us and said that her husband who worked down in new york um might have been cheating on him on her so he um he went down there several days a week out of each week. And um, she noticed an unusual bill come in on the credit card for a really fancy French restaurant. So uh, that was a great trip because we got treated to that French restaurant. Um, (laughs) And we went in as a couple right after they did. We saw them arrive. We watched from outside Mm -hmm. and we followed them in. And we just basically sat ourselves at a table as close to them as they would let us and um, and watched the entire thing would take turns going off to the bathroom, taking pictures um, back and forth. And then it worked out really well because nobody expected us to be private investigators. So we're just like top down having a nice meal at a nice restaurant and they just did their thing and we got everything on video. And then we followed them back out. Like we left a few minutes before they did, because we saw them asked for the check. Right. We told them we had tickets to a Broadway show. So we had to get out of there. So they quickly got us right out the door and then we went outside i flipped off the heels put on the flip-flops and we followed them all the way down to broadway and it was great because we were in like you said an urban situation in new york city there are tourists everywhere
3: everywhere so what
4: happened was we um he pulled out his video camera like his regular full-blown video camera and just walked around and everybody just assumed that we were tourists looking at everything so when they turned around he'd go oh look at the look at the (laughs) they They had absolutely no idea we followed them
0: i'm sure you did tons of pda and all that so I, i think the burning question that everyone wants to know adam is did they make you take the hat off in the french restaurant
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in those years, I didn't have this hat. It's yeah. an acquisition. It's Yeah,
0: I got for my birthday, it a
2: birthday gift. Uh,
0: <laughs> Indiana Jones is dining at our restaurant. That's fantastic. Absolutely. That's right. it's,
2: it's what's called a Montana style hat you're
4: so we so you his off-duty hat. he gets to wear it when he's not yeah. doing
2: surveillance I
4: don't I don't
2: <laughs> do surveillance and i certainly don't wear the shirt yeah that would be
0: a tip-off too <laughs> like, big t-shirt i am watching you <laughs> right,
2: <laughs> exactly not be
0: good there's a good tip don't don't wear don't wear your company uniform when you're doing surveillance yeah, exactly right 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 um so so some of the challenges you know you talked about new york city and you know it, it's always a challenge, especially. Uh, if if you're solo, right? So you know when you have a client that wants to hire you, obviously budget is always an issue, right? Mm-hmm. And you know they want to they want to get what they they're trying to get a result, but they're trying to pay as little as possible for it, right? They, mm-hmm. they got budgetary reasons, right? Especially when you start talking about domestics and and things like that. Um, and one of the challenges is, is is doing an operation like that in New York City and being a solo, um, because folks hop in subways, they hop on. On buses, they maybe go get a car and do you have a car? Do you not have a car or you're not parked in the same garage that they're parked at? You know, like there are a lot of variables that uh, can really, really make things difficult uh, for the operation. What what has been your experience in this?
2: Well, I mean, we try to do it, you know, in a cost effective way. And I'll start out um, trying to do it, you know, just solo for budgetary reasons. But if I really find that it's necessary to bring in a second person, bring in her, um, then I'll talk to them and I'll say, in reality, if you want this job done properly, yeah, we're going to have to do it this way. They're going to be boom, boom, boom. I may have to be the driver of a car. She may have to jump out. Uh, yeah. We may have to be in a restaurant. I may have to film over her shoulder. Right. Um, you know, things yeah, like just, that.
0: It just makes more sense. Uh, and, and, you know, when you're, selling that, right, when you're having that initial consultation, you know, what they fail to realize if they try and do it the cheap way and it doesn't work, it's going to be much more expensive when you have to do it a second time. And, right. you know, your your budget constraints, what you thought you're going to end up spending on those things, you're going to end up spending more, right? So it's, it's better to do it properly the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. And it really is, you know, a, a special animal doing surveillance work in a metro situation. Like you have to have
2: two people. They're just too many areas. right right had, in manhattan I, in manhattan for sure yep. um but in queens and brooklyn um it can go either way it can go it either way on yep. the area that, yeah. that you're in yeah i had something you know, running run this
0: past week where we had one guy going and and you know he he caught the target and then lost the target because, you know, traffic lights and whatever. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, we need another person for this operation. And we we just ran it again yesterday with the second person. And we hit a home run with it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: should have done it that way the first time. But they didn't want, it, sometimes, they didn't want to pay for
2: it. And sometimes you know? it takes a little convincing to people, you know, because, you know, they're doing this for the first time. They're not experts. They don't know. You try to convince them. Right. Um, and when they see that the right way to do it, after, for instance, a little bit of a failure, let's say, mm-hmm. um, then, then they see that you're going to need that second person and it's going to work out really good. Yeah. So, so, more so
0: let's talk about one of the other challenges here is the managed expectations, especially when you're talking about, um, you know, working for the everyday public, you know, the matrimonial type stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when there's not an attorney involved, like an attorney gets it. Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. You know, it's like you have to do it again. But, you know, dealing and managing those expectations of John Q. Public is definitely a challenge um, that, that you have to deal with. Tell me a little bit about your experiences with
2: that. Uh, well, yeah, that is one of the major challenges um, to get them to understand, um, to manage, to to explain to them up front. Um, in fact, just yesterday, Um, I I got a call uh, from somebody and he said that he needed some surveillance done. Um, And I said, all right, well, you know, you're going to need, you know, probably 16 to 20 hours. In his mind, he thought that he could do it in two hours. Yeah. Uh, (laughs)
4: They always think that. Always um,
2: think
0: that. It's just, <laughs> just not the two gonna hours happen. when something's going to happen. Don't be there any time. Just, no, just be there the two hours that I need you there. Right.
2: Exactly. So so we went back and forth and I said, you know, trust me, I've been doing this a long time and I know what the courts want. So you're going to, it's going to have to be more than two hours. So finally we ended, we went back and forth for a little bit by text. And finally I told him to go to his attorney Okay. And say, you know, consult an attorney. All right. And then come back to me because the attorney will tell him yeah, what's needed for court, what's needed for evidence. Yeah. Your two hours. It's just not, I, I totally get it. As far as you want to save money. I want to save money too. You know, I mean, it's the reality of things, but you know, if you're going to do it, you know, you got to do it right. Yeah.
0: And to me, like I, I really don't do this kind of work. It's it's few and far between, Um, but it does come across my plate every now and then. And, you know, those are, conver- those are real conversations, you know, it's like, be prepared to spend money. Um, mm-hmm. And if you, you know, if you don't have a budget of at least X amount of dollars, like this, this is not your solution because, yeah. Oh, and by the way, after you spend X X amount of dollars, you might not get what you want to get and you better be prepared for that because. Right. Like,
2: and and, after- and that's a big reason for the contract too, because that lays down what the deal is, what the relationship is going to be. Yeah. Um, so that way there's no, arguments yeah i'm Um, sure there was
0: trial and error with your contract over the years right (laughs) it's a
2: it's a work in progress you know what i'm saying it's been amended several times Mm -hmm. over the years um for different uh for different reasons um you know but Yeah. It's a work in progress.
0: Yeah. I mean, to me, the the other, another tip I would give is, you know, retainer, right. Get money up front. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, You absolutely a hundred percent. If you're living in this world, you're doing this type of work. um, There's no line of credit (laughs) You You,
3: you
0: need to be paid up front and, and they need to understand that you're probably going to burn through that retainer. You're going to need more. So get a credit Mm -hmm. card on file, you know, have other ways to, to make sure that you're getting paid because when the music stops you want to have a chair and you don't want to get uh you don't want to get burned It, it definitely yeah. Happen. yeah
4: a lot yeah. of times what we'll do is we'll take half down and then at the midway point get the other half if somebody's really like leery um to go the whole distance in the beginning we try to get everything up front but when they don't we'll work with them we'll say okay half up front and at the midway point we need the other half before we're going to continue.
0: Yeah, and definitely uh, don't I give your final product. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, not, do not turn over your final product without final payments. Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah. That's uh, no. something
2: that you learn very early on when running a PI business, especially in New York City.
3: Yeah.
0: What's been your experience with technology? I mean, you, you, Adam, you said you've been doing this for a while. So what, what have you seen over the years change and what what really got you excited to say, like, wow, I'm so glad we can do this now?
2: Yeah, um, probably the two biggest things technology-wise are the smartphone, mm-hmm. where everything is at your fingertips, all the resources and whatnot, and also the Waze app. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because GPS, um, I would not be able to get around New York City the way I do mm-hmm. uh, without it. And also... Uh, because it tells you where the red light cameras and speed cameras are oh sure so when you're following somebody mm-hmm. in new york city you want to know that otherwise that chases can the- i eat the- this light <laughs> you
3: are
4: not like it at the end of the day. absolutely so. and the smartphones are great because you can be literally everybody videotapes everything wow. oh, so yeah. they see we we've, we've played it off so many times where we we're literally on a subway right across from the person in one case. And um, I was pretending we were watching a video. I said, Oh, look, oh, look, Z- our son just sent us this look, watch. And I'm like, literally videotaping the two of them making out right across from us in the subway. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect, because they just thought we were watching a video of who knows what, and they could care less. It was it's amazing. Really- yeah.
2: Or a lot of the times I'll walk by pretending I'm talking on the phone, yeah. but I'll be videotaping. Yep.
4: Right. at that moment so he's aiming this way was so i'm aiming right you
2: know <laughs> to get them in right. in the camera
4: yeah.
0: right and it just seeing the technology improve too like you know they used to have the cameras on the glasses and you have this big bulky you know like hey look here comes stevie wonder you know like, oh,
2: <laughs> exactly <wow.">
3: yeah
0: <laughs> it's not, not gonna happen that way right ray charles doesn't
2: say uh i'm watching you well, uh, you know, and I and I do, I still have a lot of those um, cameras, um, some are better for distance, some are better for night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I have a little key fob one. That
4: it well, like that, that, would, that
0: was going to be my next point, right? To me, like the, the innovative thing, the one hot item that I think was a complete game changer is the key fob. You know, being able to have a, a key fob camera, putting it on the table, uh, and then uh, taking it one step further and having it Bluetooth to your phone, right? Right. So now you're actually real time, you know, the images that you're getting, you know, you're getting what you need and you're not having some kooky angle. (laughs) Like, Oh, I got the money shot of the ceiling, you know, like who cares?
2: (laughs) Well, and, and also, you know, with the smartphone, you know, it's, it's um, it's very much um, expected and and normal for you to take out a cell phone. And when you're taking pictures, you know, for instance, you know, yesterday I'm, I'm taking pictures, I'm, I'm doing a surveillance I'm taking pictures of the person, and then I'm just panning. It's video, yeah. and I'm panning up to the bridge. Whenever she All looks
4: right. at him, he just uh, went Ooh. right.
2: So I get, <laughs> I, I, I got them on video, but I also, you know, I'm making it seem like I'm, I'm videotaping the bridge, just a tourist type yeah. thing. So,
0: so I, um, I'll tell you a funny story real quick before we take a break here. Um, so I had a, a an extremely challenging case many, many years ago, um, and it was one where we needed to get photos of a stairway the steps and a a situation in a Mm -hmm. gentleman's club right and it was like the vip area of the gentleman's club and Mm -hmm. this was a gentleman's club that matt would not catch himself dead in uh, (laughs) because where it was located and i would stick out like a sore thumb it would not for me to be there uh and it was obvious and and in those situations Cameras are not accepted. Your phones are oh. not accepted to be out. Like That's a big no-no. Like, you can't do that. Right. I'm told you're right. uh, that you're not supposed to do that, right? So what was my solution? How did I, I, I figure this out? Well, <clears throat> I had somebody working for me who happened to be female and who happened to have friends and whatever. That, like, And it was not uncommon for her and her friends to go hang out at places like that. Hey, what you do in your own time is your own business. I don't need to know about that, right?
4: But it was like, hey,
0: I could handle this for you. And it was funny to see how a uh a security at this particular establishment didn't care that a female had a phone out taking pictures. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything that was like, oh, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm taking pictures of my friends. So oh, here's the steps, you know, like like this and that. Mm-hmm. Like we were able to get what we needed to get. Um mm-hmm. And it just being creative in, in that particular way. And the uh, the end of that story was we got exactly what we needed. The attorney knew what they were looking at and they went and had their discovery inspection, which they changed the steps, by the way, before the oh, discovery okay. inspection. So when we got there, oh. yeah, it was like that opened a whole nother uh, can of worms and yeah. um, they won their case. And the insurance paid and that particular establishment went out of business. So to anybody who went to that establishment, sorry. <laughs>
2: yeah. You have a lot of pissed off guys yeah. there, you know, <laughs> you took away the entertainment. They're out
0: of business. Go, go, go spend your dollar bills elsewhere. Um, so yeah. Interesting story. And that's the beautiful part about what we do. You just never know, you know, and, and like problem solving like that uh, can be challenging. And, you know, I had this great employee and and, to be clear, I was like, I'm not asking you to go and do this. I'm not putting you in that situation. If you want to volunteer to go do this, it's a challenge for you. And this, this particular person was a problem solver and it was a, it was a challenge for her. So she's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. I'll give a shot for it. And it was, it was cool. It worked out.
2: Um, Yeah. That's a tremendous asset in this business. People that can, because, you know, I can tell you all these tips and tricks and all this, but it always changes a little bit, yeah. you know, depending upon your case, depending on the situation. Sure. You may have different weather or different lighting or different traffic or whatever. So you've got mm-hmm. to amend, you got to change yeah. and fit your environment, fit the situation. Mm-hmm.
0: I had another uh, an, another quick story here before <laughs> we take a break. I'm I'm interviewing you, but I'm telling you all my stories. This is great. Uh <laughs> so it was an issue with the uh, steps again. Uh this time it was a nightclub, um, a little more PG ready. Uh but um, they needed a light meter, right? So I had a, had a light meter that I had on my foot and the 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 wire was going all the way up my leg and the 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 actual <laughs> unit was in my shirt pocket, right? So I okay. got there early. I got there at like 9.30, you know, and um, I got what I needed, you know, I hung out and
3: mm-hmm.
0: spent, spent like an hour there and got my light readings and got everything I needed. And it was a home run uh, for the case, right? Mm-hmm. So as I'm leaving at like 10, 10.30, or 10.30, probably 10.30, 11, I'm, I'm leaving, I'm getting out of there. They have a uh, metal detector set up. <laughs> so had I gotten there a little bit later, I would have had some explaining to do <laughs> as I went to the yeah. metal detector and all this yeah. equipment I had on me with you know bells and whistles oh, were going off. So I was like, Oh, oh sure. that's God's grace. Thank you so much. I didn't have to deal with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. Um, so okay so we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back i want to delve more into like tips and tricks and and uh we'll hear some of your war stories because apparently i'm talking a little too much over here no, that's, uh, that's so, a
3: problem.
0: so uh,
1: everybody sit tight and we'll mm-hmm. be right back have you heard about the 2023 slick conference next week You're not going to want to miss this event in Augusta, Georgia. March 13th and 14th, the conference will feature practical topics, outstanding speakers, a happy hour networking session, and more. There are 16 CEUs available for Georgia and 20 CEUs available for South Carolina. Topics include practical aspects of defensive shooting, justifiable use of force with a taser, fire investigations, courtroom deposition testimony, how to navigate open records request, human trafficking, recognition, and reporting, and so much more. Learn all about it at cga-solutions.com. Check out the PI Institute of Education at pinstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the toolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site Then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes.
0: I wanna talk to everybody today about ScopeNow.com. ScopeNow has been a big time sponsor of this program for quite some time and I just love their service. I've been using them since the beginning. I'm one of their beta customers and it's been so awesome to see them grow into the business that they are today and just how they just keep reinventing themselves and pushing themselves to get more and more information. What it comes down to is, is ScopeNow is a tool that you definitely need to use if you do social media investigations, any internet research, and really spending less time digging around and, and uh, looking for information. I think it's one of the best points of how ScopeNow can help you. Their AI platform, their analytics are amazing. You really get an idea of what you need. You're reducing the time, you're reducing the manpower that you you're spending. On doing this research because they're essentially doing it for you and uh, they're doing it correctly which is most important one of the new things that they're actually offering is this flagging system where you can flag behaviors and really highlight and um, look out for fraud if you're doing a lot of fraud research uh, this is a fantastic tool and you can set up alerts so you have uh, particular people that you're looking at, you can actually set up alerts to get notifications when the criteria that you set up is actually, um, is flagged and goes off. It's really, uh, really amazing. And their relationship and association analytics are uh, top notch, really uh, cutting edge, and really, really cool. When they brought that out on version three, it was a game changer. I mean, really being able to see how people interact together and, and uh, you know having that relationship Analysis is really, really something that's cool. You know, one of the other things about being involved with Scope now is their ability to offer webinars. Their team is cutting edge on putting together and getting out really, really great content. If you're a member of Scope now, if you know who they are, you've seen them around on LinkedIn. You'll you'll know that they're constantly doing webinars on these new websites that are coming out, and uh, they're really staying on top of it. And don't forget, uh, any reports that you generate, you can actually white label those reports and put your own logos on, and, and really make them look professional, which you know could equate to more billing for you as well. So check them out today. It's uh, www.scopenow.com. They're a great, great company. They should be one of the tools in your toolbox along with whatever kind of uh, search engines you do. Uh, You need to make sure that Scope Now is a part of that.
1: Sweet. Scopenow.com. Are you an investigative professional with an international problem you can't solve? Conflict International has the knowledge and relationships to jump in for you. We compensate investigators for referring cases to our office. Contact us today for details. Conflict International uses insight, intelligence, investigation, risk management, and strategic solutions to solve problems troubling individuals and companies of all kinds, anywhere around the world. Whether you're planning to hire a person to a position of trust, carry out due diligence on a company, trace hidden assets, or require skilled boots on the ground, Conflict International investigators can seamlessly pursue a case across borders, offering a truly global solution. Find out about our extensive range of services at ConflictInternational.com. Conflict International. Global reach. International knowledge.
0: And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Uh, Today, we're here with the Investigate team, Um, Adam and and, uh, Terry Dornfeld. Welcome back to the program.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, Okay. So uh, we were talking more stories. We were talking about Mm -hmm. tips and tricks and um, the do's and don'ts and making sure you get your retainers and signed contracts Mm -hmm. and expectations and all this other stuff. So uh, how long have you guys been in the business? How long have you actually... uh, Uh, been working as a team together?
2: Well, um, my experience goes back 30 years. uh, Actually, a little bit more. Um, I started out as an adjuster. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was handling claims basically at a desk uh, for third-party administrators. Uh, Eventually, that um, became me going outside to investigate Mm -hmm. the cases, tow trips, uh, car accidents, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I enjoyed that part of the business, rather than sitting at a desk inside, right? Um, and we would we would farm out our surveillance to right. other guys at the time, and then uh, I figured, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe it's time that I start doing. I like I like that. Right, you so, saw the bills and what <laughs> what they were paying, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I, I paid the bills. <laughs> So 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 eventually it uh, it parlayed. I got my uh, surveillance experience from another PI in Connecticut, Um, but I was able to do, um, you know, all sorts of, you know, uh, rural, suburban, urban uh, surveillance. You know, whether it be Waterbury, New Haven, or maybe out in the boondocks. So I had a whole bunch of different types of surveillance experience. Yeah,
4: we're originally from New York. Yeah. started there because if right. we could do that then we could do it anyplace so. yeah of course
2: sure <laughs> right and she's been with me you know every step of the way right. um you know so she's got she's heard all the war stories well i'm saying do you,
0: do you guys turn it off when you're having dinner it's like yeah i don't want to talk about well, this you know it, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> on <laughs> you
2: know what it, it's on 100 of the time but uh, we don't you know when you're running your own thing and you like what you're doing it mm-hmm. it's it's not work, oh, you yeah. know, this is our yeah. life. Mm-hmm. So we enjoy it. And oh, we, yeah. we talk, I mean, not every day is a great day and not every customer is a great customer. Right. Um, but for the most part, you know, we're having a good time. Oh yeah. So yeah. Think- yeah. Making money. <laughs> I,
0: I was talking, talking with a buddy of mine last night about that. It just, you know, like how amazing is it to do something that you love? And mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, he was like something he's like, you know, sometimes I'm concerned that I, I obsess about business too much. It's like all I think about but he's like, honestly, like, I love what I do, you know? And it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's my DNA. I can't mm-hmm. help it. You know? And it, it's exactly. not, you know, it's, exactly, you know, and, it and, doesn't
2: feel like work when you yeah. love it. It doesn't feel like work. Right.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I'm never not going to answer my phone. and Like my wife understands that. Right. You know, it's like, I can't answer my phone, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm either on a plane or, you know, maybe i'm sleeping <laughs> you know, like those are the only two things <laughs> i'm not i'm not doing it But when you, know? you get up
2: when you get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night then you look at your <laughs> i that's try
0: problem. not to do that. no no that's a that, all joking aside that's a real problem right i try not to do that because cuz you wake up and then you look at your phone and then your brain starts motoring. oh yeah. i got to make sure i do this i got to make sure i do that i got to make sure i do this and next thing you know I'm not going back to sleep, you know. So Exactly. I don't do that. I, don't, I try
2: not to do it. It, it takes it, it takes real discipline to, yeah. to leave the phone alone at two, three, four in the morning. You know, just just let it go. You know? I only live on six I hours. hours. I
0: live on six hours of sleep every night. So it's like I gotta dedicate those six hours to actually getting
2: rest. So <laughs> It's important. You gotta be. You gotta be on your A game, right? Yeah. Look at
0: me. I'm only. I'm only 22 years old. Look at me. <laughs> <You
3: know? laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm 25. Look at me. I
0: mean, yeah. There you go. Right. Under
4: a mask. I, oh, right, yeah.
0: Right. yeah. It's. I uh,
4: get teased all the time though, because my my friends will be like, "You can't be serious. You actually." Sp- can spend eight hours in a car with your husband and not ADP,
0: Right, yeah, that's the other question <laughs> and, I,
4: and i'm like no it's not a problem because we just you know we've just always gotten along so well that it doesn't matter but um it's great in a lot of surveillance cases where we don't know in the city if it's a person who's going to be on foot are they going to be well, in a, train yeah, on a, yeah. on a but where are they going to be that we'll pull up and he'll literally jump out of the car i'll jump into the driver's seat we'll just go that route so that mm-hmm. I'll follow the bus that they're on or I'll follow wherever they are, or go to the other end point that we think they will be at and meet them there. So it works really well in that respect.
0: Can you tell me a situation that you were in where, where things completely went a different way than you thought they would? And and how did you handle that as it happened?
4: Um, Well, we had this big case with um, of all people, two lawyers. Um, What happened was, well, technically it was three lawyers. It was two lawyers. And then the, other person was a lawyer um they uh the husband was a marathon runner all right and he and this other friend used to meet up at these marathons to run together and the wife started wondering what was going on with this and felt like they were whenever they and they used to come over they get together they were in different states but they'd get together for these things and she'd met her a couple of times and Mm. you know it seemed somewhat transparent that everything was fine but she noticed that it was just a little too cozy when they were there and that he would you know do some get her things and such and um he'd be yeah they were friends we're friends we just have this in common and everything so she said you know what they're doing a the half marathon in new york city
0: thank god it wasn't the new york city marathon i was gonna be like poor adam's it was, it marathon. it was
4: the new york city half marathon, half marathon. for two the, people who spend their time miles. sitting their suck it up <laughs> <laughs> either we're sitting in a car, or I'm sitting at a desk doing doing OSINT stuff, and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, this is going to go really well." So we get there, and we said, "Okay." So we knew um, based upon she had gotten a a bill from the um, from where he re- he had the car parked. Yeah. Okay, so we knew the general area. The we thought it was going to be relatively easy. She said he was very okay. This is the hotel I'll be at, you know, and I'm going to be here and parking there and blah blah blah. The only thing that was correct was where he parked the car. Mm. Um, First of all, the hotel that he gave her was closed for renovations. So that kind of threw us. Now we're in New York City, but right before a half marathon and have no idea where this man is staying. Wow! We started out by I literally hopped on my phone and called all the hotels in the vicinity until I finally hit the one when I said, hey, I'm trying to reach my friend so-and-so. Uh, what room is he in and one finally came through and went oh yeah he's, he's in room 205 uh, and I'm like oh perfect he goes you want ring through I said sure as soon as he did I hung up right um, so now we knew where he was so now you, we're parked you, out you didn't that- listen for the girl picking up the phone come on <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't take the chance because he probably would have thought it was his wife and he would have been freaking out because she would never have known where he was <laughs> right 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 so we parked out in front of the now we think okay now we know where he is so we're parked by your hotel and we're waiting. And all of a sudden the two of them come around the corner. So I pretend to be walking up right behind him. I've got my camera on. He's right by the door in the car watching. And I followed them. They held the door for me. They were very nice. I walked right in after them. I went over to the bar while they headed over to check in or whatever they were doing. So now we're like, okay, this is where they are.
3: Right.
4: It's where he left his things. <laughs> Now he and she leave and go to her hotel. Now I'm like, what's going on? So now we have to go down like four blocks watching them. They're holding hands are being all cutesy. And we're right behind them, literally like walking down the street like this, like watching them. And every time they turned around, we'd be arm in arm like, oh, like we're walking in the same direction. So we head to that one. Now we've got a problem. We don't know which hotel they're going to be in. So he's in one. I'm at the other. We know that the half marathon, they'd have to leave there by like 5.30 to get to the starting point. So we break for a little bit, come back at 4 a.m., 4.30. I'm at that one. He's at the other one. And we're both waiting to see which one anybody comes out of. They both come out of the one I'm in front of, which we got some great TikTok footage that morning because there was this drunk girl who fell out of a car right before they came out, which was hilarious. But anyway, um, so we're watching. And the two of them come out and they start warming up and I'm going, oh my God. So I text him. I'm like, they're at this one. Both of them are here. He goes, okay, I'm on my way. He wasn't quite quick enough there. I was trying to follow these two while they were going for a run before the half marathon. So now I'm wheezing my way down the road, (laughs) trying to keep up with these two that are half my age running. And I'm like, I'm texting him. I'm yeah. I'm calling into the phone. I'm like, get up here!
3: I'm going
4: to die. <laughs> and I just was going as far as I could till he drove up and he's laughing his ass off, looking at me, and I'm just yeah, like, look yeah. like death. And I'm just like, just shut up and get me, give me in water and get me in the car. Sure. And then we went off and we said, all right, this isn't going to work. We're going to go to the half marathon and wait for them. Well, there were twenty five thousand people at that half marathon.
2: Yeah, yeah. At least.
4: and <laughs> yeah. so. We're back and forth with the wife who was trying to keep kind of keep track. She had a a counter thing on her phone that she had me download the app to say when he finished. So I knew roughly when he finished and, um, and she, and she, and then, um, and she was laughing. She had us laughing because she's like, yeah, I've got both of them on here and, and she's beating him. She's ahead of him in the, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) So they finally finished. But now everybody has one of those stupid tinfoil things on, you know, and they're walking around. Right, I'm like this is this is getting crazy. So finally, I said to the, I called the wife and I went, okay, this is what I want you to do. I said, you, the kids are all excited that he's in this half marathon, right? She says, yeah. I go tell him to take a picture of himself in New York City wearing his medal, so you can show it to them. Yeah. So we did, and then we saw exactly where he was, right in the corner of Central Park. Went to that spot, awesome. found him and her. Awesome. And then followed them the whole rest of the time.
0: That's great, man. That's really, really great way to think of things. You know, and that, that's how you got to be successful. Sometimes you get to think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier um, when we first started talking. I mean, you were talking about, I know what a judge wants to see mm-hmm. when you were talking about you know, surveillance. Can you go a little more into detail on that? That what are, the, what are some key points when you're doing this type of work that you should look out that would be like, quote unquote, the home run? Um, for what you're trying to prove
2: yeah i mean in that situation um basically what they're going to want to see he wanted to prove that somebody was living at a certain location um Mm -hmm. and like i said before he only wanted to pay two hours and i said no it's not going to be enough just me getting video of him going in there once is not going to be enough Mm because he's going to say oh well you know i was just in there once or i was just visiting a friend i don't really live there but if you can see patterns, okay, if you can get patterns on tape, then that's what the court wants to see. They want to see he's gone in there a couple of times in the morning. He right. comes back to that location a couple of times at night. We're, we're a four hour minimum for the day. Right. So it's going to involve 16, 20 hours right. to get what they need to get. It's not going to be two hours. Right. So,
0: yeah. And that that's important. You know, and, you're reminding me of a conversation I had with a, a, an investigator I know out in California who had this domestic that he worked on for probably 15 years. Oh, so wow. it, it was one of those, you know, hey, I'm going to pay you alimony until you're living with somebody. And if you're living with somebody, I don't have to pay you alimony anymore. And this guy was like super wealthy and had a lot of cash, right? Yeah, cool so hazard. every year he would hire this investigator to do due diligence mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time do whatever, just to check out and make sure that this woman wasn't living with anybody. And I think it was 15 years total, you know, and on the 15th year he finally got her right. (laughs) Like (laughs) he was hands down, like he wrapped it up. It was, there was no question she was living with a man. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, the client called up and said, this is a really happy and depressing day for me at the same time. He's like, what are you talking about? Well, he's like, well, I'm happy. I don't have to pay the alimony anymore. But he's like I'm sad I'm never going to use your services anymore because I really like you. And <laughs> they become friends after. they become weird. friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like I've mixed emotions about this. So and that story always stuck with me. I thought it was hilarious, you know. You just yeah. you never know and but this guy understood budget. Yeah.
3: He was willing to
0: make that investment you know, I don't know if it was yearly or every six months or whatever, you know, to go and just like make sure. And sooner, like I know they're doing it. I just haven't caught them yet. Sooner or later, Right. I'm going to get her, right? You know like, what?
2: I, I've had some some wealthy clients over the years, um, but I haven't had one in that category. Yet. I'm hoping for it, though. That way maybe I can uh, work those and then, and then retire, you know what I'm
0: saying? You can buy the matching uh, gun and whip to go
2: along with that.
4: <laughs> no whip for you.
2: Oh. Kind of <laughs> and some chaps. Maybe a horse.
4: Also, um, that comes up also a lot with our workers comp cases, because you need to make sure you can't just say they can they can excuse away, oh, I'm helping a friend out. But if you catch them several times, especially at different locations, when they're doing workers comp um, into things, to catch them working somewhere else really is uh, a big help. And that's what some of the bigger guys understood when we would say to them you're gonna need like a lot of hours on this to make sure yeah. that you can prove not only that they're doing something at some other place but that they're not injured yeah. you know because like we've had ones this one fella who um claimed he had a back and shoulder injury and we've basically followed him to a picnic and he was the one who picked up the whole freaking picnic bench by himself yeah, yeah, right. and, well, over. Trying, and then he was playing with us with
2: his son so. <laughs> and I'm
4: like oh we're love loving- this was perfect yeah. we're yeah. we're literally sitting at a on a park bench you know a couple eating a Eating a sandwich, watching this whole thing go on in front of us, and yeah. it was great. But we also had to follow him to different locations where he was working off the books to make so sure. How was that-
0: his uh, cradling skills? Was he good um, with a stick or what? You
4: know, yeah, <laughs> could have. Been, yeah, it could have been. I mean, he knew how
2: to pass yep. and catch, but was you know, he was it he, he a
0: defender or? I mean, <laughs> what was the size of the stick? I'm very curious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was. It, it wasn't a defense stick. There you go. It, it the those shorter. are those
0: are challenging. <laughs>
2: I, I had a friend who played defense. Yeah. And, so, uh, yeah, so I, I, long.
0: A completely unrelated topic. Uh, I, I was goalie in soccer, and I, I played like really competitive goalie. And oh. I, I started playing lacrosse at one point, and I was like, "There's no way you'll ever get me to play goalie in lacrosse." Like those guys okay. wear no protection. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah, balls are hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah,
2: lightning fast. Yep.
4: Right.
0: Um, <laughs> but that's a different show for a different day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Great. Um, it, the, the one final topic I want to talk about here just to kind of close everything out. And I'm sure you guys can speak to it is with regards to rates, right? Well, we're not going to sit there and talk about what you should charge an amount or anything like that, but mm-hmm. what you shouldn't do is you shouldn't lower your rate. You shouldn't, um, do concessions. And it's always a challenge when you're starting up. And it's always a challenge when you're working with carriers. Cause Hey, we got a budget here, but mm-hmm. understand that we're a service industry and, you know, there's, there's experience behind what we do and you're paying for expertise. Right. And I think it's really, really important that you are consistent with your rates and your billing. And it it, it kind of, it is what it is. And don't ever apologize for what you charge. Don't say like, here's my price list. I'm sorry. Like, don't ever do that. And I think a lot of people make mistakes doing that. Right.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, not out there to be the cheapest PIs. We're not, Mm -hmm. we're not in that forum, uh, right. We're in the forum of, we have experience. We've been doing this a long time. We know what we're doing. We get results.
0: Great. part of the name. Therefore, neighbor, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> you have to pay for it. Right. And if you can't afford it, then then here's the thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Save up and then call me in six months. Yeah. How is
4: that? Mm-hmm. And then
2: you'll have a chunk of change and you'll be able to do it right. And yeah. he's done
4: that before too. I, I, I to tell back. people, I tell yeah.
2: people, that I don't need it right now. I want you to come back when it's right. Mm-hmm. When you yeah. have the money, when you feel good. And when
0: I can do it right, yeah, so, yeah, I, I mean that's it, it's that's an important thing, right? And to me, like, I don't deal with junkie public, so I do like I, I just because I just don't want to deal with it, you know. And it, it, I've had situations where, you know, even it was a, a potentially a criminal case, right? And and somebody had lost their life, right? So this criminal attorney was considering pressing charges against a building or do whatever. And there was some investigative work that needed to be done. And he was like, the family's going to hire you. And I'm like, I really don't like that, man, because it's probably not going to turn out the way that they want it to happen. And I'm really reluctant to do this. And he's like, you know, can you do me a favor and just look into it? So I'm like, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to do little, we're going to hit marks, right? We're going to, this is what's going to be for us to start. We're gonna develop some information. If we're gonna continue, we're gonna go this way. If we're gonna continue, it's gonna go there, right? And we started doing the exercise and getting to where we needed to go. And the next thing you knew, like they they spent, I don't know, three grand. And mm-hmm. we got results, but unfortunately, it wasn't the results they wanted to hear, you know. And it's just like, I'm sorry, you know, that that it turned out that way, but it is what it is. And and that's that's the other thing. And we'll close on this. So like the other thing to remember, like the surveillance, the, the challenge of this. Mm-hmm is that it's not going to turn out the way your client wants it to turn out a majority of the time. And they need to understand that. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and like going, you know, like what I said before, the contract is a big part of that, mm-hmm. you know, it lays out what's going to happen. And, and it says there, there in my contract, it says there are risks. There's no guarantees that you're going to get the result that you're, that you want.
3: Yeah.
2: And you've signed at the bottom of this piece of paper, you understand that yeah so you know we can have and and yes i i do have conversations with people um it's not my favorite part of the job but yeah. you know as the years go on you become better at those conversations sure um also you know terry is my pr person <laughs> as well because Great sometimes yeah. sometimes i can get a little bit emotional
3: yeah
2: um and then she she has a good way of emailing or texting or even getting on the phone and talking yeah. Um, to smooth things over so that they can understand. And I think it's, it's good. You know, she's, she's got that skill. Of yeah. Cool head, you know?
0: Yeah. I cool mean, we don't want to be head. counselors. I've had that situation too, where somebody's like, ah, you caught my wife cheating and it's my fault. I've been a terrible husband. I was like, yo man, like you need counseling. <laughs> I'
3: a counselor I can help you. you,
0: know, like I'm just delivering the news here i'm not I'm not going to talk you off a ledge. like you really need professional help, and I'm not yeah, yeah
3: you.
2: and and a lot of a lot of you know what what we do, you know, does border on you know a little bit of counseling and. Yeah. Right. you know you, you know you got to be that way i mean to a point you don't want to get you know sucked into their world either too yeah. much right. emotionally you, to, easy, it's you to know th- they need a friend they right. need a, a counselor they need yeah. a you know shoulder to cry on we i can do it to a point and be right. sympathetic. um but then i have to also pull myself back and say listen you know I'm just a professional help. It's
0: in your retainer. You can't cry on my shoulder.
2: (laughs) Maybe I should. You know, it's a work in progress. So maybe (laughs) don't cry on my shoulder.
0: It's a hundred dollars for a box of tissues. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's got your logo on it. So it's all good. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Exactly. Exactly. You you know, it's
4: interesting when you said before about um, other things, as far as like with price is concerned, we try to tell people too. A lot of it depends on how much information they can give us to start with.
0: That's true. Yeah.
4: Because that's, that's huge. And I try to tell you. You, want, you want to cut this price. I can't do that. I can't cut the hours if you're not giving me any information. If you're saying yeah. that you have no idea mm-hmm. where they go or what they do or where they start from, I can't help you until I know that myself. And that could take 10, 20, 30 hours sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. Um and also with um I tell them, I said, look for patterns.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Watch watch, what do they do on Tuesdays? Are they the same yeah. thing on Tuesdays. Like you don't know where they go or whatever. Then that's a starting point where are they, one person even came to, they've been dating this guy for like six months. She wasn't even sure where he lived. I'm like, how <laughs> do they be dating somebody for six? Well, they always, he has a roommate. So he always came to my place. I'm like,
3: uh, it just well, where does he French, work?
0: At the French restaurant. Like, <laughs> just <meeting>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's
4: like, well, where does he work? Uh, he's in the city. I'm like, where? We're we yeah. in the city. Like, all right. So finally we got to the point where we're like, okay, let me tell me next time you guys go on a date and we'll follow them home because we don't know what else to do to try to start this case for you. But it's true. Whatever information they can give us and patterns and, you know, it's going to help them with the price. Yeah. But without those things, they've got to expect to have to pay more because we have to find them out first.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a whole I, I tell
2: people that all the time as well. You know, to if you want to, you know, like, oh, that's expensive. Okay, well then, give me more. Do do more homework on your own. Yeah. Give me more information so that way you can lower the amount of hours, and I can just go in there and get the money shot. Yeah, set
0: set you up for the win, so you only have to spend two hours out there. Like they want to pay for exactly,
2: (laughs) exactly, exactly. I mean, we both win. I get, I win. They win. You know. So it's that's good good stuff.
0: Well, the tag team duo here. Thank you so much. Uh Investigrate is the company. Um, we'll have you guys contact info in the show notes. Um, I want to thank the both of you actually for coming on and just uh chatting and being uh um being willing to discuss what you do and, and how you do it and uh you know giving back to the industry on on folks that are interested in in doing more of this type of work. So uh, well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks for uh, for coming on, and uh, we'll have you guys back on. We'll do a whole pre-investigation surveillance uh, show because I think that's a whole show in itself. To kind oh of yeah, about that good. stuff. Uh, I think Terry's like chomping at the bit already. can <laughs> yeah. talk to you about. Well,
4: this is my thing. I love that. Show.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. um <laughs> Thank you, guys, uh for being a part of this. Thank you, everyone, for checking out the show, and uh, we'll see you guys next time on the next show.
4: Thank you.
1: So, thanks for checking out this episode. It really was a fun one. We'll have the Investigate team back to talk about pre surveillance work soon. We want to thank our sponsors, Campbell Group, Conflict International, PI Institute of Education, and Scope Now, for sponsoring this show. Matt will be at the Slick Conference next week in Augusta, Georgia. So, make sure you say hello if you're there. Also, don't forget about InvestigatorsToolbox.com, where you can save 50 bucks by just typing in version 2.0 25% when you join. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you the best show as possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.